1: on CBS Sports Radio. That's
2: right. This is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. Thank you all so much to super producer and host, Dave Shepard, and thank you to you, yeah, you, for listening. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm glad that you're here. You can be at work. You can be at home. You can be on the way. I'm going to be right here, okay? And if you want to be right here with me, if you want to communicate, it's 855-212-4CBS. You can also find me on the internet if you want to communicate that way. I am at JR Sport Brief. It's a Monday in September. Damn it, it's September 26th. I don't know how we got here. Oh, my God. Anyway, the Dallas Cowboys have taken a little bit of control here against the New York Giants. 23 to 13. Dallas is just putting up the scores, man, and New York Giants I don't know how they're going to do this a little less than six minutes well yeah, we're less than that now remaining in the game and um, let's see if the New York Giants can pull a little bit of magic out of their hat. Dallas Cowboys now have 17 unanswered points. Dallas trying to improve to two and one. the New York Giants damn it they were trying to go to three and0 oh. it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. And so we'll obviously keep you up to date with this game as it continues on. Two NFC East teams just battling it out for supremacy, something that doesn't typically happen. A couple of other things that we've discussed tonight. The Pro Bowl is done. It's a wrap. No more NFL All-Star game with players half-assing it through uh, the majority of the game. Finished. It's going to be the Pro Bowl games with an S. They're going to be playing many games. I assume who runs the fastest, what quarterback can accurately hit the moving target. Uh, We'll have a bunch of nonsense that I won't watch. At the same time, we talked about the Bills and the Bucks losing. Miami is certainly on the up and up uh, in in a great position right now at 3-0. The Bills fall to 2 and 1. Let's be real, nobody was going to win every single game. We talked about the Jaguars actually beating the Chargers. I mean, the Jaguars have lost prior to beating the Chargers 18 consecutive games on the road. And they go out there and they beat the Chargers. And yeah, the Chargers are busted up, uh, mainly Justin Herbert the main guy with just busted up cartilage, fractured cartilage surrounding his ribs. And this man threw for like like almost 50 times yesterday. It's ridiculous. They kept him in the game late, and it's like, for what? You're losing by 28 points. What the hell are you still putting Herbert in the game for? And so for the Jags, uh, congratulations to those losers. They actually won a game. Their new head coach, Doug Peterson, he talked about whether or not this is the type of win that can change the franchise and its fortunes.
3: I still think it's too early to tell. Um, I'm just so proud of these guys. You know the way they the way they work during the week, and um, they, they're beginning to to see. I think just what it takes to to win in this league, and it takes the hard work and preparation. And um, they're starting to come together as a football team, and that's that's all I can ask for. They play extremely hard and. That's just what I told them after the game is is that if they continue to to do these little things right, good things can happen to this football team and, and today was an example of that.
2: Oh good. I guess we'll get to a point where we can talk about the Jaguars uh, being a great team maybe in I don't know, 4 years, 3 years. I'm being a jerk, but I mean sure, they won a game. Good for them. How <laughs> you lose 18 consecutive games on a road that you lose? The other team didn't just suck by accident? Just one day? Congratulations to the Jags. At least this will keep Trevor Lawrence engaged, uh, you know, maybe for the next couple of years. For a while there, it was just like, damn, this poor guy. Goes from Clemson, plays for the Jags, has Urban Meyer as a head coach. It's like everything that you could potentially think about to uh you know, stymie his NFL career has certainly uh, taken place. It's so good for him. Jacksonville Jaguars won a game. Congratulations. Speaking of another team, unfortunately, that, uh, well, they didn't win a game, but they are a massive disappointment here to start off the year. How about those Raiders, man? Lost to those same Chargers starting the season off. Lost to Arizona in overtime. We saw what that looked like. That was just a, that was a ridiculous game. Colin Murray, running for his life, and was still able to walk away with a W. And then the Raiders lost to the Titans 24 to 22. The same Tennessee Titans that don't have an A.J. Brown. The same Tennessee Titans that will basically say, hey, hey, Derrick Henry, Can you get us all of the points and all of the yards? The same Tennessee Titans that send out Ryan Tannehill to play quarterback. A disaster. 24-22 loss. The Raiders never had a lead. And Devontae Adams, the man who they just brought in from Green Bay, this man only had five catches and 36 yards and a TD. I might as well give him credit for that. After the game, Devontae Adams talked about how how frustrated and angry he is. The Raiders are just ridiculously hyped to go out there and score points and to be competitive. That they have not done. And so their head coach, Josh McDaniels, he says, man, I still have some
3: confidence that we're going to turn things around first of all, I believe in our group hundred percent. Um, you know, I, I, believe in them because they've proven to me in practice and they've shown it to me over and over, uh, that we can do those things, you know, and, um, you know, winning in the NFL is hard. We know that. And, and that's our job. We got to win. And so, um, you know, there's no shortcut to it. Um, we do believe that, you know, we execute it out there on the practice field, that we have a good chance to execute it right in the game. Um, and, and just, you know, continue to build our trust, our communication, our execution. Because, let's face it, there's three or four plays in every game that change the outcome, you know. And that, those plays may have happened in the second quarter. They may have happened in the third quarter. You know, everybody points to the last play, of the two-point conversion or whatever it is. There's other opportunities in the game, offensively, defensively, in the kicking game, that could easily have swung the game, you know, one way or the other.
2: Man, y'all sucked for four quarters. How about the whole game? Man, they better turn things around. What you think is supposed to get better? Looking at the AFC West? What is it supposed to do? It's supposed to get better? Still have the Chiefs out there you gotta contend with, and we already know about the Chargers. I mean, that's the positive thing. And if you got to look at the Broncos, I mean, damn, we're going to talk about them, too. Russell Wilson thought he was in a, a better spot. He thought he was in a better position to go out there and cook and throw the ball around. Meanwhile, Jerry Judy, he's being eviscerated by Shannon Sharp online. Hard knock life here. This the New York Giants try to stay alive here against the Cowboys, a uh, A field goal now makes it twenty three to sixteen. The Giants kicker Graham Gano is limping off the field after ending up on his back. You know what? They're just certain teams that it doesn't matter what takes place ever. It's like they're destined to just stink. And that's not an indication of the Giants historically the Giants one of the most successful franchises in the NFL but even with the Giants a string of recent events they just always get in their own damn way and so we'll keep you up to date with that game the Dallas Cowboys now lead 23 to 16 they're going to get the football back more than enough time for the New York Giants to turn things around Three minutes and 37 seconds left in this game. I do want to, and I'm going to get into Russell and the Broncos. Not all that nice. I do want to talk to you about Jameis Winston. Not all that nice. And I do want to talk to you about NBA Media Day, since we've had quite a few star players just all across the league just open up their mouths about the incoming season. So, Some interesting words from Kevin Durant and Zion Williamson, Kyrie of the Boston Celtics. We'll get there. But I got to show this team love, first of all. They're the team that beat the Bills. It's the Miami Dolphins. They're the team that happens to be sitting atop right now the AFC East. That's the Miami Dolphins. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Ravens talked about this they beat the bills and now they have another opportunity to knock off a team that just went to the super bowl and yeah they got their own problems miami's gonna take on the Bengals thursday night football couldn't have asked for a better matchup here i believe to, to kind of get us started we every now and then we got a a crap thursday night football game this one should be a good one the Bengals are trying to show everybody that last season wasn't a fluke. They still have to just kind of scratch and claw and fight to keep Joe Burrow standing upright. And here you have Miami at 3-0. and The defense is handling business. The offense can go through its ups and its downs, its spurts. But this is a great look for Miami. They beat the Pats 20-7. to Okay, sure. You beat the Ravens 42-38. to It took four fourth-quarter touchdowns by two for you to even get there. And then against the Bills, you kind of squeezed by, including that, that butt punt that took place. And so Miami's 3-0. and Last year, they ended the season on a high note. So is anybody really surprised that they're, they're performing to this level? Maybe not. They still have to keep going, though. Tua Tonka Valoa has to still go out there and throw bombs or short passes to, to Tyreek Hill or Waddle. Miami Dolphins might be 3-0. and Miami Dolphins might be top here in the AFC East. But is it supposed to last a full year? I don't I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm hanging my, my hat on the Miami Dolphins to just finish number one in the AFC East. Are they going to the playoffs? I believe so, yes, absolutely. Is this an amazing start? Hell yeah it is for the Dolphins three and am I jumping them into Super Bowl contention? No. No, I'm not. I need to see a whole lot before we even get to that place, before we get to that spot, because let's really think about this. The Buffalo Bills have been annihilating the competition. They annihilated the Super Bowl champs to start the season. They smacked around the Titans as they should. And then they lost to Miami. And if I have to think about Miami and their victories, and if we want to look at strength of schedule or who beat who, whatever the case might be, you beat the Patriots. We see the Patriots can't, they can't really do worth a damn of anything. And they're not going to be doing anything into the future. Now, Mac Jones is dealing with a high ankle sprain. They're looking at surgery for him. You beat the Ravens, but you needed to come back to do it. Did it show moxie? Yes. Resolve? Yes. But it showed that you can get smacked around just like any and everybody else. Now they beat the Bills 21 to 19, and people are ready to run around and throw the Dolphins into Super Bowl contention? Not me. I'm not ready to do that. I mean, this is the same team that yesterday had its had its punter punt the ball into the ass of his own guy. It's it's ridiculous. Like Tyreek Hill just got to the team and he's out here making jokes. Listen to this. Never seen a butt punt before, man, but I'm sure you know, you know, Trent is very like he's very smart, you know, like um so for him just to come to the sideline, you know, take ownership and all of that, you know says exactly you know what kind of player he is you know so he's going to go into the film room he's going to correct it you know and next time he's going to catch it with his butt cheeks because he got strong butt cheeks well thank thank you excellent coach and Tyreek Hill I expect Miami to go to the playoffs I expect them to have a winning record but I'm not going to get all bent out of shape over the Dolphins here at the start great start Great team, solid, solid players. Let's see if Tua can continue this on for the rest of the season. He's the linchpin. The defense is going to hold up their end of the bargain. How's the offense going to continue to look for the Dolphins? In the trenches. You got to give credit where credit is due. They're 3-0. and They're the best team in the AFC East. I mean, don't even need to mention the Jets. They they lost to the Bengals. Nothing interesting there. The New England Patriots, we know that they've taken a step back. And the Buffalo Bills, even though statistically they are not at the top of the current standings, you would be a fool to say the Dolphins are done, that they're complete, that they've arrived, that they've shown everybody who they are, they've shown that they'll compete. They've shown that they have a damn good first-year head coach in Mike McDaniel. But all things considered, I ain't hanging my hat on Miami. I'm still going with Buffalo. Enjoy sitting atop the the AFC East while it's there in front of you. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I mentioned to you Russell Wilson. He ain't cooking nothing for the Denver Broncos right now. Jameis Winston is not doing all that hot. And then we're going to talk about a media day. Been a busy couple of days in the NBA and not just with Ime Udoka and his personal business. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk about all of this right on the
1: other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
4: Hey, great show. I listen to you every night. One of the best broadcasters around. Really are in tune of what uh, what's happening in uh, professional sports.
1: Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
2: It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Oh my goodness. New York Giants, they they can't catch a break with an opportunity to drive down the field and potentially win the game. Doesn't look like it's going to take place. The Dallas Cowboys here already leading 23-16. A little more than a minute left in the game. Daniel Jones uh, appeared to throw a pass to uh, one of the Giants like Sterling Shepard might have have slipped. No, it doesn't appear to be. Anyway, Trevon Diggs comes up with a semi-juggling pass or, or catch. The ball is getting ready to hit the ground. He has a hand underneath the ball, holds on to it for an interception. Daniel Jones is standing around. He looks like Eli Manning. Like he can't believe what just took place.
5: He's not that good.
2: What, Eli? Yeah, he
5: ain't Eli Manning, Jerry. You were being very kind to the Jones family tonight.
2: No, it's not about being Eli Manning. It's about the expression on his face. He looked clueless. Daniel Jones stood there for what seemed to be an eternity trying to understand and process what took place. Trayvon Diggs intercepted the ball. The game is over. And unfortunately for Daniel Jones, it's... It's just another fast forward to uh, you know his eventual boot. He's gonna get the boot out of the building. It's just it's always been a matter of when. Brian Dayball comes in and Joe Shane comes in and and speaking of the boot, Daniel Jones has caught many boots to the asses tonight. Uh, f- sacked five times and oh my God, Sterling Shepherd. Yeah, he didn't he didn't need help. He he just non-contact injury. This is just the worst. And then the Dallas Cowboys here are going to run out the clock here. Try to. Jerry Jones looks thrilled. The Dallas Cowboys are getting ready to go two and one. The evil grin on his face. You know, some things just aren't fair, shot, man. Like Sterling Shepard is running a route. He's on his way out from the New York Giants. He's running a route. And he, he got eaten by the turf monster. And now he's I, – I don't even want to say, oh, he tore his ACL, but come on, man. He probably did, and he's done. This is – I don't know who I feel worse for, the Giants, the Jets. Like, New York football sucks.
5: Yeah, and the quarterbacks, <laughs> I mean, whether it's Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White, Daniel Jones, I mean – Aside from Joe Flacco and his Baltimore Ravens days, let's be honest. We have at best mediocre quarterbacks representing New York football right now. <laughs> and Jr., I don't have to tell you this. You know, oh you, you 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 cover the Jets, you know, on WFAN. You've talked about them for years. It's amazing to me that they have not had a decent, forget all time great, decent quarterback since Joe Willie. We're talking early 70s. And Jerry, well I don't know, they, I don't that's, know if you saw that's, this that's but.
2: not fair. The Jets have had decent quarterbacks. Well Sanchez
5: had a hot run in the no, late 2010, not 2010 It's not late.
2: even Sanchez. Sanchez it's wasn't out there throwing the ball Vinny? around.
5: You going to give you going to go Vinny yes. You're gonna go Chad?
2: Yes. Those, you had, said
5: decent. They had good ye- they had a good year or two,
2: but yeah. they never
5: had a decent run.
2: J- well, yeah, I, looking at looking at Namath, that man, his knees couldn't go on a decent run. He had one of the most improbable victories ever. Oh, and it's, cool. it 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 shot him into the stratosphere. If we want to talk about decent, at least with Vinny Testaverde, before he blew out his Achilles, the New York Jets had an amazing season. They were looked upon to having another one. They were favored in the AFC. That's one thing. And Chad Pennington, he could barely deliver the ball all the way down the field. But he was consistent. That though, if you want to use the word decent, they were decent. Have they had a star? No. It's almost like looking at the Bears. At at what point do you wake up and go, "Wow, we actually have a star quarterback"? Um, It's embarrassing for the Jets, and the Giants are learning it the hard way. You know, Eli Manning consistent. Iron Man, for all of the interceptions that he would throw and the touchdowns he would throw, you knew what you were going to get out of him. And um, tonight, unfortunately, is just a reminder for the Giants that this is still rebuilding. Don't get caught up. People were hyped about, oh, my God, the Giants could go 3-0. and The Giants could really start 3-0. and Well, come back to earth, people. Sterling Shepard just went down, but nobody touched him. And how did the game end? Well, Daniel Jones threw an interception. It's um it's bad. Shep, I, I think you should go over there and see if they'll let you play QB.
5: Listen, I wouldn't mind the challenge. I I, I know this much. I'm gonna be able to complete more than two twenty five yard passes in a span of three games. I know that much.
2: Yeah, the Giants, they they can't deliver the ball down the field. Biggest pass, one one pass, did they say, past twenty five yards the entire season?
5: Just one,
2: JR. That's en- one.
5: that's embarrassing. And he's got an arm. And and we know he can we know he's got wheels too. I mean he's got raw he's got talent that Eli Manning never had on his best day.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean I'm I'm looking at the final numbers here, and the game is final by the way, if you haven't figured it out. The Dallas Cowboys, they win, improved their record to two and one. The Giants are now two and one as well. The Cowboys beat the Giants twenty three to sixteen. And we're going to have plenty of time uh, to take a look at this because we know who the the cream of the crop is in the NFC East. That happens to be the Eagles. Okay, we can look at Washington. It ain't Washington. We can look at the Giants. It ain't the New York Giants. They are in a full rebuilding situation. This is a bunch of fool's gold right now. And then you can look at the Cowboys. You know Jerry Jones is thrilled. He's like, "Oh my God, we're we're winning games without without Dak. Wow, we're doing it!" And every time you blink, they they talk about how how Dak is going to return sooner than later from his his broken hand. And it's just like, "Oh, Jerry Jones is going to put his foot in his mouth." And this is this is for the Eagles though. But congratulations to the Cowboys, and sorry. Giant fans, if you felt good, yeah, the beginning of the season is probably as good as you'll feel for the entire year because Daniel Jones is still Daniel Jones. Sterling Shepard just went down to what looked like a horrific non-contact injury. And, man, there's, there's nothing you can look at. Kenny Galladay, zero receptions. It just, uh, it's sad. It's pretty pitiful. It's the JR Sport Reshow Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of pitiful, we're going to take a break. We're going to have plenty of time to look at this Cowboys victory over the New York Giants. I do want to talk to you about Russell Wilson. Things aren't cooking the way that he expected them to out in Denver. And then also, I want to spend some, some time here quickly before we get into the NFL. Back to the NFL. NBA media days. Taking place over the past several days. We've had some stars shed some light on some interesting off season
1: stories. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
0: You know, my daughter listens to you every night.
4: she got a radio next to the bed. I don't get to listen to you often, but I'll tell you what, when I hear it, you're a gentleman. You never cut anyone off. You never back down. You're an excellent sports jock. I'm going to tell you that right now.
1: Call in now at 855 212 4CBS.
2: It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Monday Night Football. We got a final. You just heard it from myself. You heard it from Kevin Dexter. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Giants in New Jersey. The final score, 23-16. to 16. The game ended, unfortunately, at least for the Giants. Uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs snatching the ball, basically off of the turf with one hand to secure a victory. And we're going to dive deep into it at the top of the hour but here at minimum let's go ahead and take a listen to the final call courtesy of the cowboys radio network
1: final seconds are ticking off but look we've all seen the eagles they look really good they do but unbeatable i might say you might but this now gives the cowboys an edge on the giants They've got Washington coming into at Stadium at noon next Sunday. And so, you know, it gives you a little start. It gives you a little momentum. It was an important game.
2: I can't wait to hear from Jerry Jones. This man looked like he was, well, I was going to say he looked like he, he hit the lottery. His football team is worth $8.5 billion. I assume Jerry Jones is... Always going to act like he hit the lottery. But tonight, he just seemed tickled. He was happy. Standing upstairs in the owner's box. He's got this little grin on his face like he just robbed somebody. Good for him. He's going to get his quarterback, Dak, back. I know he was talking all that nonsense about, oh, Cooper, Cooper Rush can play good. Then we have a quarterback controversy. I'd love it. Don't expect that. Cooper rushed tonight, 215 yards in addition to a touchdown that he connected with C.D. Lamb on, and that was all she wrote. And the New York Giants, what, what do you want from these guys? Daniel Jones was treated like a piñata, five sacks. He threw that interception at the end of the game. His receiver slipped, but it's not like Daniel Jones is going out there creating offense, and it's, uh, it's just sad. And you just heard it from the the Cowboys broadcasters. This is the Eagles. We're going to have a dogfight through the rest of the regular season between the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles. And, damn it, the Eagles look better than the Cowboys, if you ask me. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Francois is calling from Dallas. You're on the JR Sport Brief
4: Show. What's up, Francois? Yeah, I appreciate you taking my call. I think I'm a first-time caller to this show. And uh, if you would be so kind as to put me on hold so I can hear your response, I'd appreciate it. Now, to your last point before you took the call, I think, and I'm an objective Cowboy fan, so I don't get drunk on the Kool-Aid. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are a better football team than the Cowboys, period. I think they're better. Now, the Cowboys won tonight but I'm still skeptical of Kellen Moore, right? And I'm not talking about just this one call. I'm just emphasizing the one call that he made tonight. You know that the Giants have zero timeouts left, right? It's third and seven. Why would you play action and throw the football to a rookie tight end who we pretty much know is going to make a rookie mistake and get out of bounds and stop the clock, right? Just run off tackle with Zeke, or run some type of sweep or off tackle play with Pollard, making sure that if you do go outside or off tackle, you tell him emphatically you make sure you stay in bounds.
2: So, so what do you take think? Time
4: uh, off the clock. Because so what my do you point believe? is.
2: Kellen Kellen Moore is getting the same uh, Jason Garrett. I I have naked pictures of Jerry Jones. Is, yep. is that is that what we're getting?
4: Yeah, I mean, I just I just am very very skeptical of his play calling because I think he's pass happy. Now, yes, they they ran the football more tonight, but his tendency is to throw it right. Now, if that had been Mike McCarthy actually calling the plays. And just visualize him up in Green Bay. I bet you anything they would have run the football in that situation.
2: Well, right? even, a, even if you don't well, get the first down. We've we we we've seen this over the past several years. I mean, we, we can go in deep into into your reasons as to why you don't believe in the Cowboys, or we could go ahead and break down multiple plays, let alone plays to end the game. Agreed. The da- the, the the Dallas Cowboys as an overall, they have a couple of issues. Yep. They have issues when it comes down to health. They yep. have issues when it comes down to coaches. They have yep. issues when it comes down to their owner and how he he shepherds the organization. So yep. to to look at Kellen Moore and his play calling is 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 accurate. But when you look at the big picture, it comes down from the top. I mean, who the hell walks around? and thinks that even Mike McCarthy is here for the long run. He doesn't even believe that. You know, well, Dan, Dan Quinn checks into work with his key card, and he goes, oh, well, am I going to be head coach next week, or is it going to take two more weeks? I mean, it's, uh, it, it's a ridiculous situation. Kellen Moore, I believe, is is along for the ride, and I think even bigger than Kellen Moore, it's a matter of the, the talent they have on the team and whether or not they're even healthy.
4: Well, I just want to make this last comment, if you don't mind, out, and I'll be quiet.
2: Thank you. Is
4: one of the things I do think they've done well is drafted, because when you look at their personnel offensively and defensively, eighty-five to ninety percent of it has come through the draft. They've done well drafting. It hadn't equated to an NFC title appearance, NFC Championship game appearance, or a Super Bowl win, but they have drafted pretty good football players. And the reason I think that McCarthy is going to be there for a minute, not if he goes oh, five man. and 17, but it's because they they decided to play young players. It's not like they're going out signing
2: these big names. Y- yeah, I don't – but here's, here's the thing, and, and thank you, Francois, for calling from, from Dallas. I don't think the owner has enough patience for that. Uh, the owner doesn't have enough – he doesn't have enough patience for his own self. And it's, what, what what are we expecting here? And Jerry Jerry Jones has absolutely zero patience. And Jerry Jones can't get out of out of his own damn way. It's an unfortunate situation. Eight five five two one two four CBS as I kind of looked through the, the the and this game was was bad. Let's let's all be real here. I'm taking a look through the numbers here while I'm on air with you. Yeah, it's six, six, three, moving on into the third quarter, six, six, and then the Dallas Cowboys touchdown, touchdown, field goal. The Giants put up a field goal. Don't even get a chance to score because Daniel Jones, he, he throws an INT. New York Giants, 169 yards passing. Pitiful. Time of possession, not too bad. Cowboys, 32 minutes. Uh, New York Giants, 27. New York Giants didn't even make it into their red zone. Oh, my God. You know, this is, um, for the Giants, this is just another reminder of we are treading water. And this is still rebuilding. It would have been a nice rebuild to say, oh, my God, we're, we're 3-0. and Brian Dayball, general manager Shane coming in. Even with the New York Giants roster as it exists right now, who the hell is going to be on this roster when they actually can win consistently? You ain't... <laughs> You ain't paying Saquon Barkley superstar money, not for not for a premier running back who's had injury problems. And what are you paying him big money for? Daniel Jones is basically playing out his contract right now. And by the way, Daniel Jones is 0 and 9 in primetime games. Longest such losing streak to start a career in the Super Bowl era. Thank you, NFL Network. Sterling Shepherd goes down. I I don't know, man. The New York Giants are just, uh, it's going to take a few years. And the first thing that the Giants are going to have to do, its and the fans are not going to want to deal with this. The New York Giants are going to need a reboot, and the fans know it, but it's just the fact that it's going to take place. Who knows, the New York Giants may have a quarterback next year or two years from now. Saquon Barkley, it would be a shock if he was their running back. And then even the wide receivers that they have, Sterling Shepard is basically playing for a deal, and now it looks like he's probably done for the season. And, oh, my God, there's, there's something in the water. There's still the old terrible contracts, Kenny Galladay and, Kadarius, Tony is not healthy. This is bad. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but if you're a Giants fan, get ready for the long haul. A 2-0 start was a, a nice start. You can attribute that to the, your new coaching staff, but he's just not going to snap his fingers and just have a winning team.
5: That's what the, I wanted to ask you, Jr. Yes, go is, ahead. It's, it's been a two-year revolving door, whether it's Shirmer or and, and we know what happened with, with Judge, and that was a disaster the last two years. And then obviously before that was McAdoo, who looked promising that first year, and then it was a disaster the second. Do the Giants finally at least have the right guy as their head coach?
2: I don't, I don't have that answer. I think it's more important that they, they have a new general manager here. And Joe Shane, and that they came in as a package deal, and not even as a package deal. He hired the guy that he wanted uh, to to go from just just Dave Gettleman, which he was a he was a bandaid for the New York Giants, and so there was a lot of uh, fool's gold there. And oh man, we could max out what's left of of Eli Manning, so let's get him some weapons and. Man, you you put all your eggs in that basket, and it just cracked, just just straight to hell. And so the New York Giants, what what you have to hope is not so much that that Brian Dayball can come on and and work miracles. He can't work miracles with the the roster that he has. They, it's gonna take the Giants, and they have, but it's gonna take them some time to get talent in the door. They barely beat Tennessee. 21 to 20. They barely beat Carolina. 19 to 16. They barely hung in here against the Dallas Cowboys. And so their next game is going to be against the Chicago Bears. What do we expect between the Giants and the Bears? What, a slop fest? Just two teams just trying to make do? At least the Bears still have hope in and Daniel Jones and and, and what he can do. Daniel Jones has basically been a sitting duck from the minute and second that Joe Shane was hired. Like, Hey, you're going to get a chance to go out there and play. But don't expect nothing else. You're going to get the boot. Listen, Lamar Jackson isn't the only guy playing on an expiring deal. Except for Lamar will get paid. Daniel Jones is, he's going to be a backup somewhere. It's the JR Sport Re show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're going to hear the plays, you're going to hear the calls, you hear from the players on the other side.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.